An interesting twist on the birthday of Pope Francis, Jorge Mario Bergoglio. Lightning struck a church in Buenos Aires, Argentina on the birthday of Pope Francis Bergoglio, and it struck a statue of St. Peter, the first pope, and it obliterated the halo and the keys of St. Peter. Here's kind of a close-up. On my right, you'll see the statue before the birthday of the pope this year and then after. And what's interesting, people are starting to put the pieces together that this was the day before fiducia supplicans, the Vatican document opening up the blessing of same-sex couples. Not same-sex marriages, not same-sex unions, but same-sex couples. People ask, what's really the difference effectively and pastorally? And, you know, you could just shrug this off. You know, you could say, look, there's, it's the birthday of Bergoglio. Lightning strikes a church obliterates the keys, obliterates the, the halo. It's his birthday, but it's also in his home diocese. Bergoglio was the archbishop and the cardinal of Buenos Aires in Argentina. So it's his birthday. It's the day before the document on gay blessings, and it's his home diocese. This was being reported today. I don't have all the details. I'm going solely off of this blog. Let me Pull it up so y'all can see it. This is Andrea Chonchi, Buenos Aires, lightning on the halo and keys of St. Peter Bergoglio at the end of the road, question mark, and there's the same image that I showed. Of course, it also brings up that when Pope Benedict resigned in 2013, or when he announced his resignation, lightning did strike the Vatican that night. Now, these could all just be coinkydinks, coincidences, but, you know, we have to kind of pause and say, you know, I've never heard of a statue getting hit by lightning and obliterating the halo and the keys. I think it's completely immature. I think it's completely rational and reasonable to say, is this a sign? Is something going on here? That's all I got to say about it. That's the podcast right there. To me, it's creepy. I'm going to take questions, comments, and we'll talk about it for a little bit there. I just wanted to bring it to your attention. So I'm going to turn now to your comments and questions. We have moderators here, and I want to get your thoughts. And leave a comment below. Do you think God is showing a sign by a statue of St. Peter, the first pope, getting hit by lightning on Pope Francis' birthday and Pope Francis' home diocese? Also, this church, it's interesting I did a little research on it before I jump in your comments here. The church is named, let me get this back on here. The church, oh, by the way, if you want a close-up of things, that's the church right there. And if you want to see where the statue was that was hit by lightning, it's on the right side. If you're looking at the front of the church right now as you are on the screen, you go to the right and at the very right outer edge of the stairs, if you go up to the top of the stairs, you'll see a little statue right there. That's the statue of St. Peter right there. Now, that's the, stat that's the statue before being hit by lightning, allegedly. All right, I'm just going off this blog. All right, 
comments, questions. Is this a sign or do we just shrug it off? Tree Annie says, yes, sign from above. Irene says, God is sending us a sign. We got someone here saying, hey, Dr. Taylor, watching from United Arab Emirates. Awesome. Pros, this does not seem like a coincidence. I agree. You know, if it was like, hey, a statue of St. Peter was hit by lightning on the Pope's birthday, but it was in, I don't know, Mexico or St. Louis or, I don't know, Texas. I'd be like, well, that's interesting. But the fact that it's in Buenos Aires, the Pope's former diocese where he was cardinal and archbishop, lightning comes and it's not just hit the statue. Okay, take a look. It didn't just hit the statue. It completely obliterated the keys in the halo. That is the sanctity of Peter and the juridical sign of authority given by Christ to Peter to be the Pope, to be the supreme pontiff, the shepherd of all shepherds and the servant of all servants. And if you watch the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast, it's no secret. I believe that Francis Bergoglio is leading millions of souls into confusion. That he is not properly preaching, proclaiming, and teaching the gospel of Jesus Christ as preserved in the deposit of the faith given by Jesus Christ to the 12 apostles. I believe we are in the most serious crisis in the history of church. I think our current situation is worse than the Aryan crisis of the fourth century. That's how bad things are right now. Well, yeah, but Taylor, there's been some bad popes and some anti-popes. Yes, even when we had anti-popes, and by the way, on average, you have about two anti-popes per year. Even when we have anti-popes, the anti-popes are generally orthodox guys. They're just schismatics. What we have with Francis is Pachamamas and the blessing of gay couples and statements such as the Virgin Mary. Francis said this, the Virgin Mary was not born a saint. How can she be the immaculate conception filled with the Holy Ghost, no original sin, and not be born a saint? That doesn't make sense. That's heretical. He also says things like there's no, nothing you can do to leave the Catholic Church. When Pius XII explicitly said that heresy, apostasy, and schism removes a person from the church. How can, Francis, how can Pius XII say one thing and Francis say another? I'm going to head back and get some of y'all's comments and questions. Defeating Defeater says, Pope's playing this. I don't, I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how you explain this. It's very, here is a super chat from Anxie. Pray for the Pope on this stream. Let's be Catholic. Yes, we will, Frank. We often do pray. And I often say during your people's Lent, please offer all of your penance and fasting and your prayers for Francis. Absolutely, yes. We are in a major crisis. Mary Elizabeth says, Bergoglio is an absolute shocker. He says awful things. Lorraine says, this is a sign, no buts about it. Uh, Mark says, this is not the airing crisis, it is not heresy to bless someone. It is not heresy to bless someone. Absolutely not. You could have 
the most vile sinner on earth. All the sins, right? You could have the abortion doctor who's committed, you know, 5,000 acts of homicide, right? That's different than blessing situations, corporations, and couples, right? You can't have a pimp and a prostitute go to a priest and say, will you bless us as a couple? Because the relationship is based on disordered sinfulness, objectively speaking. Can the, can the prostitute say, Father, will you please give me a blessing, pray for me? Yes. But to bless them as a couple? What about a couple that's in, incestuous? Father, we're, we're an incest. We want, to, we want you to bless us as a couple. No. This is a problem. The Arian crisis was an attack on Jesus Christ as fully God, an attack on the divinity of Jesus Christ. Our current crisis is modernism. It's the summation of all heresies. That's what we're in right now. Yes, there are people in the church, even clergy, that deny the divinity of Jesus Christ. They'll say we're all sons of God. We're all sparks from the Father. But you also have a full-on attack of the family and a full-on attack of marriage and a full-on attack of the priesthood all going on right now. And people were all aghast saying the Germans are doing these blessings and they've got to stop. And yeah, Francis is going to stop them. And And what did he do? He took the aberrant, confusing, disordered German experience of these blessings and he magnified and extended them all over the globe into every diocese on earth. That's wicked. I'm just going to say it. That's wicked. It is confusing people. And God bless the people who are suffering from this kind of attraction. They're now being encouraged to delve deeper into bondage to their carnality. And that's sad, and that's evil, and that's wrong. And it is the God-given vocation of every priest and bishop and cardinal and pope to point people to repentance and healing in Jesus Christ. Every person comes to Jesus Christ on their own. You can't force someone to become a Catholic. Even babies, when we baptize them, as they grow older, they have to consent to the graces of their baptism. They have to go to confession for their own sins. Every person, and this is why every person is capable of receiving the sacraments and blessings and sacramentals in the church. But to bless a couple that is objectively in mortal sin, heterosexual or homosexual. We could use all kinds of examples of sexually degenerate activity. You can't bless the couple who is copulating. You know the word couple and copulate? They go together. So, no, this is a big problem, Mark. It's a big problem. Take some time. Think about it. Pray about it. Thank you for the super chat, J.P. Murphy. Appreciate you. Um, do you think, for those of you that are just coming in, there's a lot of people that just joined us. We're on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. But 
Um, there's over what, 2,400 right now. I just, I was kind of showing y'all that on the birthday of Francis Bergoglio, lightning struck this church in the home diocese of Bergoglio and obliterated the keys and the halo on St. Peter on the outside of the church. And this was the day before the Vatican issued the document on blessing same-sex couples. So it was on his birthday and the day before. So the document, you know, had already been written. Document had been all signed, sealed, and delivered. It just got published the next day. Is God showing us a sign in Buenos Aires? Let me know in the comments and in the questions. I'll take your comment, but I also want to, if you have any questions, we'll do the questions. By the way, while we're at it, please like the video. Please subscribe if you are new. Hit the bell. Uh, Mike says, isn't the Dome of St. Peter's now mysteriously turning black? Yeah, I've heard this as well. Um, I, I've heard it has to do with maybe some kind of bacteria or something that's on the dome. Um, I know they clean it. I know the Knights of Columbus many years ago paid for the facade of, that's the front side of St. Peter's to be washed and it was much brighter, cleaner. So yeah, I don't know what's going on. I've heard of the dome. I've seen pictures. I don't know if it's Photoshop, but it seems that the dome of St. Peter's also getting to use a word of Napoleon Dynamite, decroted. Um, God didn't strike St. Paul with lightning, though, so there's no correlation between the two events. I don't understand, David, why that uh, is important. Yes, there's seems to be another statue of St. Paul, but St. Paul wasn't the first pope. St. Peter was the first pope. So I think lightning striking St. Peter in Buenos Aires is a sign. Personally, I think it is a sign. But I want to hear from y'all. Uh, Renee X says, lightning struck the keys of St. Peter's is definitely an act of putting symbolism right in front of everyone so that we can witness a sign of major chastisement that will soon take place. I agree with you, Ryan. Or, Ryan, Renee. Renee, I agree with you. I believe this is a sign. I believe it was timed so that all the dots basically point in the same direction. Could someone uh, says here, C. Jones, could be weather warfare being used to confuse. I don't know. That's pretty amazing weather warfare that they're able to pinpoint a lightning bolt on the edge of a church. Here it is right there that they're able to just sort of laser beam in the lightning bolt on that outer edge of Peter and hit the halo and hit the keys and boom, blow those up. I don't know. I don't think that's weather warfare. I think that's the almighty Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Rebecca says, yes, definitely a sign from God. Uh, let's see here. Can a pope be removed by the College of Cardinals or are we doomed? Uh, a pope cannot be removed by the College of Cardinals. A pope can be removed by heresy. He removes himself and he can be removed by death. That is the traditional manner by which a pope loses the office, the munis of St. Peter. Ava Angel says, yeah, too pinpoint precise. Agreed. I mean, that'd be, that'd be impressive. Looking in here, yes, people are bringing it up. I mentioned earlier, it's a sign. 
Remember the day Pope Benedict announced his resignation? Lightning struck the Vatican. That's in the opening of my book, Infiltration. If you want to get a copy, check it out. Infiltration, you can get signed copies at patreon.com forward slash DR Taylor Marshall. Check out Infiltration. The book opens up talking about that lightning strike on the Vatican, and then it goes back in time 200 years and gives you the full story of the infiltration of the Catholic Church. It is, it's important. I think if, you're, if you want to know what happened to our beloved Holy Mother, the Church, the beautiful Church, the one holy Catholic and apostolic Church, you know that this is not how God wants it to be. He doesn't want pedophiles and rapists and heresies and degenerate sexual practices to be propagated, defended, hidden, covered up in his holy vineyard, the church. Jesus Christ does not want that. As a, con as a convert to Catholicism, I struggle with that. And that's why I did the research. My research led me to this infiltration. Get the book. Get it. You don't want to pay for the book? Get it at the library. Go to the library. You can also listen to it. There's an audio version. MHT says Francis should be removed for heresy. He should uh, renounce heresy. Um, and yeah, it needs to be it needs to be called out. All the cardinals on earth need right now to be calling out and saying, "How can you have people worship Pachamama idols in, in the Vatican?" Oh, by the way, there's a lot of people out there who say some. I've been hearing this more. Well, Pope Francis didn't know about the Pachamamas, and they brought in the Pachamamas, and, and Francis was so upset that he threw down his papers, and he stormed out of the Vatican Gardens, and he was really flustered and upset about the Pachamamas. Bull. That is not true. There are the photos and the videos. People are, he stayed in the garden. He's in front of the Pachamamas. People are bowing down and worshiping the Pachamamas. He has the Pachamamas put in a church, Santa Maria, on the, uh, on the bridge outside Vatican City. He has the Pachamama brought into the Vatican. He has the Pachamama in front of the tomb of St. Peter. He had, there's incense to the Pachamama. When the Pachamama gets thrown into the river, thanks to Alexander Chuguo, and floats on down, and, and they fish him out. Alexander says they didn't fish him out. That's a lie. Francis apologizes to the people who worship Pachamama. This whole idea that Francis was flustered and he didn't know, oh, there's a Pachamama. I'm so upset I'm going to leave. That's a lie. He is an endorser. He is a promoter of the Pachamama. He is an apologist and an advocate for the Pachamama idol. Pachamama is the Mother Earth idol that was brought in during the Amazonian Synod. And it is a vile boil on the church that must be removed and lanced. And he is the one who put it there. Here's a super chat from Cody. As a Protestant, very interested in Catholicism, I'm really bummed the TLM, traditional Latin mass. In my hometown, our Pope's planners really don't know where to go from here. Who I would say, Cody, who cares? You go to the traditional Latin mass to enter into the mystery of the Son of God immolating and offering, offering himself to God the Father and the unity of the Holy Spirit. I don't care who is sitting on my left and my right. Now, that's my family, my kids, so I do care. But if I'm not with my family and there's some 
Pope Francis Splainer and there's some heretic. Oh, I, it doesn't matter. All right. I am there to participate in the eternal offering of the Son of God to the eternal Father in the unity of the Holy Spirit. That is the Mass. I am there to experience that reality. If I'm in a state of grace and I fasted properly to receive, and I'm properly disposed, to receive Holy Communion and sanctifying grace. So, Cody, don't worry about who's there. That's not why we go to Mass. You go to Mass for Jesus. If I only went to Masses where everyone in the congregation was rock solid, guess what? We wouldn't be going to Mass. All right, so, Cody, come on into the Catholic Church. This is the time to be Catholic. Uh, Don't worry about anybody else. You come into the church. Everybody out there watching, you stay in the church and it just because someone breaks into your house and is taking over and trying to change things, I'm not moving out of my house. I'm kicking them out of my house. I'm enduring in my house till we can get them out of the house. Here is Alaric. Would you attend a blessing of a gay couple? No. Nope. And if I found out my priest was doing that, I'm Audi 5000. H to the no. It's a scandalous act. Scandal. I would ask you, watching, would you attend one? Would you, Francis says, cool, do it. Would you bring your kids to witness it, to be a part of it? Thank God there's so many bishops in Africa and other parts of the world who are just saying, H to the no, Vatican. H to the no. 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 I don't think it's just the bishops on earth that are saying no. I think it's God Almighty saying no. No. Everybody's saying, nope, nope, no way, no way. Here's a good one from Araceli, Seraphim Seraphim Rosaries. Do you think Francis knows it's a sign? I think he does. You know, Francis has said weird stuff like, I'll go down in history, perhaps, as the Pope who divided the church. Why would you even say that? Who am I to judge, he says, after he judges everybody else? You know, when it comes to people living the actual moral teaching of the church, which is being married and not contracepting and having children, he says stuff like, you you, you don't have to breed like rabbits. Very pejorative, very denigrating. How does that make mothers feel who have had four, five, six, seven, eight kids, nine, 10, 11, 12? How does that make my wife joy feel to hear the so-called vicar of Christ he doesn't like that term. Vicar of Christ say, you don't have to breed like rabbits. Oh, but we're going to bless Elton John and his friend. Right now, in the comments, if Francis was doing, hey, I'm going to bless Elton John and his friend. I'm going to give them a couple's blessing. Would you attend that? Would you be like, that's awesome. If you were scrolling and you're on Instagram and you saw that, Would you share it? Would you be pumped about it? Would you be excited about it? 
Or would you cast lightning from heaven and obliterate and give a sign? Thank you, Araceli. Great to see you. God bless you. Looking at your comments here. Everybody's saying, no way. I don't see one yes. Africa is based, correct, based on Jesus, right? Everyone's saying, no way. What is your thoughts on the Palmarian church? That's a joke. Don't, don't, don't be into the Palmarian church. Um, never back down, right? Uh, Mary Saul says, SSPX has been consistent. Agreed. Agreed. SSPX, Society of St. Pisanth, came out with a solid statement saying, we're not doing that. We're not doing that. As have the African bishops. As have that group in the UK of Catholic priests. As has Vigano. As has Schneider, Bishop Schneider. As has Bishop Strickland. Big dog. I think he missed my super chat. My bad. Joey, can you help me find the super chat? That we missed. Oh, he already sexed him to me. Awesome. Sorry, these go so fast when there's so many people. I sometimes miss the, cha the chats. Here we go. While I'm doing this, I'm just going to put this in here. If you want to move to a different part of the country, sell your house and buy a new house, I recommend Real Estate for Life. They're the people that think like us. They'll help you sell your house. They'll put you in the right contact with the right people, right agents to sell your house, to buy your house. I recommend them. That's who I say go to realestateforlife.org. So many people I've used that watch the Taylor Marshall podcast use realestateforlife.org to sell their house and to buy a new house. Go to them, realestateforlife.org, and tell them Taylor Marshall sent you. Okay, Joey's got me some, some super chats here that I maybe missed. All right, big dog, big dog super chat. I'm a Protestant reverting to the Catholic Church after 28 years. Going to confession tomorrow. I've had serious dread because of this pope. To me, this strike is is God is telling people he will protect the church. I agree with you, Big Dog. I think this is a sign for all of us. And I want everyone right now to pray for Big Dog. He has been a Protestant away from the Catholic Church for 28 years, and he's going to confession tomorrow. And he's a little nervous about it. But I think right now... The 3,590 people watching right now, I think we should all join together and we're going to say a prayer for him as he prepares for his confession and to come back to the church, come back to Christ and have his soul filled with forgiveness and grace. In nomine Patris et Fidei et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Almighty and gracious God, we pray for this man who has been away from the church for 28 years. We ask that you would give him confidence and courage as he comes before the tribunal of the sacrament of penance, that he would confess all of his sins accurately in number and kind and receive absolution and full remission of all of his sins. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Nomine Patris et Fidei, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right. Everybody keep praying for him. He's got a big day tomorrow. A lot of chains, a lot of burdens are going to fall off. Love it. Another super chat here is, why do baptisms not use holy water? Uh, emergency baptisms is any baptism, but uh, when you have your child or you're baptized in a Catholic church, you're baptized in the font which has blessed water in it from Easter. So yeah, uh, baptism has is use of holy water, 100%. 100%. 100%. 100%.
Boy, everybody's feisty in the comments today. Greetings from Poland. Everybody's everybody's praying for our friend who's coming back, going to confession tomorrow. That's awesome. Pray his his name is Big Dog here in the comments. I don't think his name is really Big Dog, but but we praying for Big Dog. What's up, Big Dog? Uh, when and where did Pope Francis say Mary is not a saint? Answer nowhere. Uh, it says she, he, Pope Francis didn't say she's not a saint. Pope Francis says she was not born a saint. Now that's either true or false. It's false. Francis got that wrong. You can come back with the straw man, but that, but that's what was said. That's what was said, and it's false. And you can't you can't come out and say I'm the vicar of Christ and come out and say false things like that. It's denigrating to the mother of God. All right, more comments and questions. I'm going to wrap up here. Having dinner with a with a priest tonight. So I got to roll out. Got to be hospitable and take care of our priest, you know. Roberta says, I was shown a dream years ago of a pope. He was facing a rock wall and refused to see the cliff behind him. Below that was a lake of fire. That dream shook me. Whoa. God blesses everyone. Agreed. Agreed. Confession is freedom. 100% agree. Craig says, excellent podcast and God bless you and your family. Thank you, Craig. I appreciate you. God bless you and your family. Everybody's praying for Big Dog going to his big confession after 28 years. That's awesome. Love seeing that. Love everybody can, encouraging him. You know, you got to come here and you got to be encouraged. Uh, Marshall, can you interview Michael Knowles, please? Yes, I had a cigar with him a couple months ago. It was awesome. We need to hook up and do something on the, on the screen. Uh, incidentally, I will be doing a webinar this Tuesday, January 2nd. It is a get you pumped up for 2024 as a Catholic. You can be discouraged. You can be downcast. Let's not do that. Let's be joyful. Let's put together. I'm going to have this live webinar. We're going to talk about putting together a plan so that 2024 is the pivotal year when you get serious about praying the rosary every day, reading the Bible every day. You get a prayer schedule together. You get catechized. I'm going to recommend which books you should be reading by saints. So January 2nd, this coming Tuesday, we're going to kick off the year 2024. And you can sign up for that webinar. Is it in the, is it in the show notes, Joey? Can we get it in the show notes? I'm looking for it. Here we go. Here's the, here's the link. Joey, can you, can you hook us up with the link? Joey, putting the link into the chat for you, brother. I want you to sign up and I want you to come to this webinar. It's going to be awesome. If you need encouragement, if you need guidance, if you need a community of people rooting for you, I want you to come to this webinar. Joey, you got the link? Hook it up. I'm going to add the link to the show notes after the show. I should have put it in there earlier. Oh, you know what? No, I can't share it here. Oh, I can't share it. Boom. There. I just shared it. That was amazing. I just shared it. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Also, we are coming up. I have to bring it up again. We are coming up on 
2024, and I have to, I have to mention it again. I have designed the perfect traditional Catholic calendar that has the 1962 saints and fasts and feasts and the 1945 feasts and fasts and saints, and they're put together with notes. There's all kinds of excellent commentary and notes in the back of this calendar. As a man who's been using wall count, traditional Catholic wall calendars for several years, I've always wanted this calendar, and I made it. All right, so make sure you order one now because it's the end of 2023. You don't want to be getting into January, February for your Catholic calendar. And you can get it at right here, store.mynametaylormarshall.com, store.taylormarshall.com. Order your calendar. It's already December 28th. I'm just going to tell you straight up right now, you are not going to get it by January 1st. You're probably at this point going to get it at the end of the second week in January by the time we get it boxed up and mailed out. But that still gives you the rest of the year to use this amazing Catholic calendar. It comes in two versions when you go into the store here. There's a everything Virgin Mary art at the top. And then there's one that goes with the seasons, a general one. I would say buy both. Have one in the office, one in the kitchen. You're good to go. Go to store taylormarshall.com and get your traditional Catholic calendar. It's what you need. Get it. Get it. All right. Pray for all of our family and our friends. I ask you to pray for my friend Lisa and also for Bobby. Both of them are fighting cancer and we just, we just got to pray for our friends and our family and everyone who's asked for us to pray for them. And I think we'll, uh, We'll close up here and we'll pray for all those who are suffering and in need of our prayers at the end of the year. And let's pray the Ave Maria together. Oremos nomine Patris et Fidei et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena Dominus tecum, benedicta tu in mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, ora pro nobis peccatoribus, nunc et et ora mortis nostre. Amen. Nomine Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. All right, friends, thanks for watching. I'm going to bounce out. I'm going to go have dinner with a, a couple priests, encourage them, take care of them. They take care of us. They give us the sacraments. They hear our confessions. They say Mass. They pray for us. We have to build up our priests. And until next time, remember our Lord Jesus Christ says, you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless. Godspeed. Get that calendar. Come to the webinar. <laughs>